0: Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Basic Free. I'm Brianna and I'm your host. Currently, it's currently Saturday night and once again I'm home, but mostly because this month, as I'm sure it is for everybody, is like super busy and I was super busy this week and I had my office Christmas party and um, I had to attend a mass tonight and it was my birthday week. And I'm now sick, so my throat is just on fire, and it's just one one of those weeks. So I'm trying to rest so I'm not um, sick for the holidays. So we got through Thanksgiving. We got through my birthday. I'm now 24 years old. It feels very weird to say that. I'm very happy 23 was a horrible year. Um, I don't really like odd numbers, so, which is like kind of weird, but I don't think anybody likes odd numbers. so I'm really happy to be in 20 in, in an even number age again. Um, and hopefully this year is better. And I wonder I asked a few people this. This week is 24 considered mid20s? Am I in my mid-20s right now? because I think that's weird and that's really scary. But uh, I don't want to talk about that. We have another year for me to like have a super legit quarter life crisis. I was having a quarter life crisis at like 19 and 20. So I could only imagine what the 25th year quarter life crisis is like. I'm going to be talking really slow because my throat hurts so bad. But let's get into some celebrity gossip. Um, And then we can kind of go into like weird things. I have a nice little list here. But first, let's start off with some major news of the week, and that's Kanye West. When is Kanye West not making headlines? I was never a huge fan of Kanye West. Um, I was a big Taylor Swift fan back in the day, and I still really like her music. I'm not really a fan of her anymore, but that, that pretty much says it all. The only reason I started liking Kanye West was because of Kim Kardashian and the Kardashians. Because I thought that the way that he was portrayed on the show really um, showed him in, like, a completely different light. And I really liked what I saw, and I thought he was, like, really cool. And um, so I really liked him. But now he's kind of – and even throughout – his like rants and stuff, I still liked him because I knew that that was almost like just his persona, because of the person that I saw, the husband and father I saw on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, really, I really liked that man, but now, and I'm not saying that I don't like him anymore, but this week, he, he, or last week, he had like a mental breakdown, he went on a complete rampage at his concert, like he usually does, but he was saying that he would have voted for Trump and that he was trash-fucking Beyonce and Jay-Z, which I find super weird, because it's like, it's Beyonce and Jay-Z, those are supposed to be your BFFs, what's going on? And then he was like, I think, and then he canceled his tour, and then two days later, he was in the hospital for, like, a nervous breakdown. Now, we don't really know what happened, but he was being treated for, like, complete physical and mental exhaustion, and now... Reports are that him and Kim are living apart because she doesn't want the kids to see him like that, and she's also still recovering from her robbery, which I cannot believe was literally three, two months ago today, and she still has not returned to social media. Now, is it trouble in paradise? Is Kim really just concerned for the kids? I think that the Kardashian West family has a lot of issues right now, and I feel really bad for them because just because... You're famous doesn't excuse the fact that you have problems in your life, and I I've always respected the Kardashians because of that. They oh they have not as as rich as they are as famous as they are, they've not had an easy life. I mean, their parents got divorced. Their father was defending his best friend who was literally a murderer. His their father died. They they lived in a blended family. They. Um, have dealt with substance abuse and with like spouses and I mean their stepdad slash dad slash husband had is is transgender and and is now a woman they've been married divorced I just they've not had it easy so I like respect them for putting it all out on the lawn and I respect any celebrity for doing that so I really just am like the rest of the world, wondering what's going to happen with Kanye and Kim. Will Kim ever return to social media? I cannot believe it's been two months. I really did not think... I thought maybe it would last at most a month. I really didn't think we were going to go a whole nother month without, without her. And I miss her, and I feel bad. But that's the big news of the week. In other Kardashian news, Scott and Courtney are back together, and I'm so happy they are... As as horrible as Scott is, I think he is so funny. I think he loves Courtney to death. He loves his kids, and like, and he has not had an easy life either. Um, and I feel for anybody like that. I don't think he's a piece of shit. I actually do think, from what I see, he's a good guy. And if they are back together, I will be so happy. But that's what everybody, including News, is saying. And I always think I always, if ENews says something about the Kardashians. I always think it's most likely true because they're on E and they're like friends with their reporters. So I'm pretty sure that's probably true. So yay for Courtney and Scott. We shall transition into other sort of Kardashian gender news. But the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show is filmed this week and it'll premiere on December 5th on Monday at 10 o'clock. I'm super excited, Kendall's in it, Gigi and Bella Hadid are in it, um, I love the three of them as like the supermodels of my generation, I'm so excited to watch it, I never liked the Victoria's Secret fashion show, I never really watched it, but last week, last year when the two of them were in it, I really paid attention and honestly, I watched that Victoria's Secret fashion show and I by no means look like a Victoria's Secret model and it doesn't make me feel bad about myself. But I'm just like in awe of how beautiful these women are. And the, the, the lingerie and the clothes that they're wearing and the wings. And I just think that it's like such a cool production. And I think that they do incredibly good marketing because every single year, whenever I have, I mean, like I just said, I don't watch it that much. But last year, I went onto the website right after the fashion show, even during the fashion show. And put a shit ton of stuff in my cart. And I was like, I need to make a Victoria's Secret purchase. So they do a pretty damn good job at, like, making you want to buy things. Because I always think that I'm not susceptible to advertisements. um, Because I'm just, I feel like I'm, like, above that. And I never really understood, like... Um, I know that Jennifer Aniston is probably not using Avino, and J-Lo is probably not using L'Oreal, so that's not going to make me want to buy it. But I feel like with social media, you are more, and like these types of influencers, you probably are more likely to buy things. So I am susceptible to advertisements when it comes to Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. But we'll discuss more on that next week. Other things that we'll discuss next week... Fuller House! Season 2 is coming back. It premieres on Netflix December 9th. Um, I'm really excited for this. Um, Full House was always my favorite show when I was younger. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed Fuller House Season 1. I thought it was very corny. But it was really nice because it did have its own storyline. It wasn't just all about the old show. Um... I like that they, everybody was back. I just, the same thing like I said last week with Gilmore Girls. I just really enjoy that sense of nostalgia. And while I do think Gilmore Girls did it better, I am excited for the corniness of Fuller House. Similar to when Girl Meets World came out on the Disney Channel, Boy Meets World was one of my favorite shows, and I appreciated the how it paid homage to the original show, but still had its own storyline. So I'm so excited to watch Fuller House season two. Um, piggyback of that, I thought it was so cool that this week it was announced that Jeff Franklin, the, the producer and creator of Full House, actually bought the Tanner's house. So that house with the red door that they show at the beginning and the end and in the credits and in between all the scenes, that Those shots are from 1987. They've only ever um, shot in front of that house, like still shots. They've only done that once in 1987 for the first season. And then the owners of the house never let them back because people, fans are constantly coming into the, to the house. And I guess they were kind of sick of it and didn't want to advertise it anymore. But now the house went on the market. Jeff Franklin bought it, and I think that is sick. I mean, how cool is it? He said he's going to... Like spruce up the inside, kind of make it look like the Tanner's real house, and then shoot there if Fuller House gets picked up for season three. And then I guess he'll make it almost like into a Full House museum. And I think that is sick. Um, Mila Kunis had her second baby with Ashton Kutcher this week. And it's a boy and his name is Dimitri Portwood. Not the craziest baby name. I do still think the craziest baby name I've heard to this day is Pilot Inspector. I mean, I remember watching those specials on VH1, like 100 Craziest Celebrity Baby Names and Pilot Inspector or Audio Science were the weirdest ones. I don't remember whose babies they they were, but that's effing weird. So, Dimitri Portwood, Kutcher probably is really not that weird, but Ashton Kutcher and... Mila Kunis are probably my favorite celebrity couple. Besides, like, Jesse James... Eric and Jesse James Decker. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher are literally... Like, he... Like, from that 70s show till now, the way that they were co-stars, and she he was her first kiss when she was, like, 14 on the show, till, like, they spent all this time apart. He was married. She was engaged to Macaulay Culkin for 100 years. And then, like, they found their way back to each other. Like, that's a true love story, and that's effing goals. So, good for them. And I have three more topics that won't take up that that much time um I listen to audible audiobooks on my commute to and from work I used to listen to music and then once I got my full-time job in 2015 I was like you know what I really I don't want to listen to music I found myself just being very anxious listening to music on the subway so I was like I'm a huge bookworm and I feel like I've probably mentioned this if you read my blog you know this go read my blog royallypink.com Um, I post there four to five times a week, so check it out. Um, but I was like, I really, I'm a huge bookworm. I have always loved books. I was very hesitant to get an e-reader when e-readers first came out. But ultimately, like, I love, I love reading physical books. I love reading books on my Nook. And then I also have an iPad mini where I use iBooks, Kindle, and the Nook apps, so I was like, you know what? Let's try an audiobook. It's free. It's whatever. I think the first audiobook I listened to was, was it The Girl on the Train? It might have been The Girl on the Train, and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. And I've listened to like probably twenty, twenty audiobooks in the past like year and a half. Um, I love listening to them. I know the kinds of books that I want to purchase, the kind of books that I want to listen to, and the kind of purchase kind of books that i want to read on an e-reader or a tablet and for the past maybe six months i've been in like a huge crime suspense thriller type of phase and just like reading all these like crazy books like what she knew and the trespasser and Behind Closed Doors, and The Couple Next Door, more of like that Gone Girl, Girl on the Train type of movie. Finally, I've been brought out of that phase with celebrity memoirs. I love celebrity memoirs. I love to read them. I love to listen to them, but there have been two, one that I just listened to, and one that I'm currently listening to that I'm obsessed with. Now, last year, I listened to the Andy Cohen Diaries by Andy Cohen, where Andy Cohen is the producer of the Real Housewives series, and he's a bravo celebrity, like, and he hosts Watch What Happens Live, but he also has been in the TV business for, like, 20 years, and he is best friends with Sarah Jessica Parker and Kelly Ripa and Jimmy Fallon, like, hardcore best friends. And listening to him keep this diary for basically the past three years of his life has been fascinating his new book is called superficial and it leaves right where the andy cohen um ends and that's with joan rivers's death and i and i think it is how it sounds. It's called Superficial for a Reason. He talks about his lavish vacations and his busy schedule and his construction on his new house and and going to the Met Ball with Sarah Jessica and going to the Hamptons and staying at Jimmy Fallon's house and going to Madonna's birthday party. But it is so interesting. And if you like Andy Cohen, you will like this book. I think if you like if you like Bravo, you'll like this book. If you like celebrity culture, you'll enjoy this book. He doesn't like reveal anything so outlandish and so crazy, but he does he he does a really good job at um, at basically telling you day to day his life he tells you what he eats and when he picked up his dog from the the groomer and just like really mundane things but he's reading it to you and it's hysterical and sometimes he breaks the fourth wall and addresses only the readers it's great so if i would def- definitely start off with the andy cohen you don't need to listen to the andy cohen to listen to superficial but the andy cohen were really good superficial is definitely better now, the second memoir that I'm listening to is Lauren Graham's um, Talking As Fast As I Can. Um, I think the like the subtitle is From Gilmore Girls to Gilmore Girls and Everything in Between. Um, she reads it. So, at first I was like, oh, I'm going to buy the book and read it. And then I was like, oh my god, no, let's just have her read it to me. And I think that's why it's almost more fun to listen to celebrity memoirs than read them because it's them speaking. So I've listened to the Andy Cohen Diaries. I've listened to Drew Barrymore's book, Leah Remini's book. I've listened to Bethany Frankel's Relationship book. It's so much better to listen to celebrity memoirs if they're reading it to you. If they're not reading to you, it's not that fun. But definitely, definitely do that. But so far, the book is like, it's not slow, but it's just, it's not really like a true memoir. It's like all over the place. But I love it. I love to get the like inside scoop on Gilmore Girls and her life. Because she's not a celebrity that you hear about very often. And she's really only known for Parenthood and Gilmore Girls. She's been in kind of, she hasn't been in that many movies. So it's, it's cool to like listen to her life. So Celebrity Memoirs get an A-plus from me. The next one I'm going to listen to is Anna Kendrick's book, um, Scrappy Little... Nobody? I'm pretty sure it's called Scrappy Little Nobody. So that's definitely on the list after Lauren Graham. And... You know what? I think I'm going to end it on that note. The top other topic that I had was... Um, I was going to talk about Christmas movies because I'm currently watching Elf. But you know what? It's only December 3rd. We have all month to talk about Christmas movies. But the next thing i was going to talk about was how and it's just like this was a very light show and i don't really want to go on a rant but basically how i have not read one single article or review about gilmore girls like i'm a writer i consider myself a journalist i've written articles for an for elite daily i love buzzfeed i i read constantly but from from every publication, from Cosmo, to Glamour, to Elite Daily, to Bustle, to Refinery29. Everybody has just been, like, shitting on the revival. And I know this just from headlines. Like, why can't anybody just let us have the good? Like, just just be quiet. Stop being so politically correct. It's not that serious. It's a show. It's fictional. It's not hurting anybody. Just let us have a revival and stop nitpicking everything. Like, who cares if Rory is the worst? Like, I don't. Like, I love Rory Gilmore. She is me. I am her. She's my top three favorite characters. Leave her alone. She's fictional. They all just really need to dial it back. And I just, like, I unfollowed, like, so many publications on Twitter and Facebook this week. I already don't have the Facebook app on my phone, and that's really hard for a social media coordinator slash blogger, but I just can't do it anymore. And on that note, episode 10 has come to a close. Thank you for listening, and I'll be back next week. Bye!